And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday, Waffle Box, with your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Welcome to Waffle Box, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and anything. All at the same time, coming up on episode 65, we're talking about an interesting shipment coming into the US of A. We're talking about a world record that proves size does matter. Plus, we're doing Clugs 3 in this week's movie review. Plus, we're live! My name is Mike Fish, and I am joined, as always, by the main man in San Fran. It's Mr. Kush Hayes. Kush, how are you doing this Sunday evening. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. What's good, y'all? Man, I am uh, having a great weekend here. I was just a part of uh, last night's SF Giants Wall of Fame induction of uh, greatest uh, outfielder. His name is so blanking on me right now. <laughs> it was so Underpants. good. What? But we're doing it live. Oh, yeah, we're doing it live. I can't do it live. What? Oh my goodness! So that so, was fun. We we had, I had a great time. Obviously, maybe I had too good of a time. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to have this day off. It is currently raining in San Francisco. The 49ers have just beat the Seattle Seahawks by 13 points, which is a uh, not a thing they do almost ever. So congratulations. Wow. Do my 49ers. Well, my, my New York football giants have just beat the Carolina Panthers by three points and gone 2-0 and for the first time in years. Years. So I'm super, super hyped. Mm-hmm. I think it's well, like super first... Bowl dreams uh, becoming more and more of a reality. Oh, I don't want to get too ahead of myself. I'm, not, I'm, <laughs> okay, too, okay. I'm too pessimistic for that, but... Right, that's probably nice. smart. Like, I've always Playoffs. been amazed that, like, football Football is always like again two weeks in. The season's usually been decided by at least the hardcore fans. Like we lost, man. We the season's only one and one. We're never going to the Super Bowl ever again. And oh, whoa, in peril. Oh yeah, no it's yeah. If, if you lose your opening game, that's it. Let's tank the season. Try to get a good first round pick next year. Let's try again <laughs> next year. It's, oh, I, I, the way the American sports franchises work there, I'd. It's weird to me. Like I, even if the Giants were, what they're seventeen games now in a season. So even if they were own sixteen, I'm still cheering. Mm-hmm. I just want them to win that last game. I don't give a shit about the picks next year. I, just, I want to see my team win. That's that's what we get into this for, right? Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, a little bit of admin work since we are live. We're doing this live for you know a bit of funsies just to say that. But also while we're doing that, we thought we'd do a little live fundraiser it doesn't have to be necessarily while we're on the air you can always donate while you when you watch this rewatch this listen to this however you want to do it but we are i want to do a little bit of fundraising for the liberty humane society which is a fantastic uh, dog and cat shelter in jersey city uh close to where i live um so if you want to go hit the link in the description below go to charity.enjoywafflebox.com and donate whatever you can all the proceeds goes through gofundme so don't worry i'm not going to get my dirt little mitts on it just in case you're worried that i'm a creepy little guy with a beard 
and I'm English, so I'm always the villains in the movies. But no, this is all going to be handled by GoFundMe, so don't worry. All that money is safe. It is going to go to the good cause. So charity.enjoywaffbox.com. And we, while we appreciate the, cha- the, the, the kind of donations that jingle, we prefer the kind we can throw in the air that folds. There we go. There we go. Keeping with the tradition, even though we're live. Um, what have you been up? Other than that, I'm, I'm, I'm not liking this this time of year, Kush. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna be honest. Um, days are getting shorter, hotter, colder, wetter. What? Well, it yeah, it's it's that deceiving time of year, which I believe some of you, you know, I call autumn in the UK, but you Americans insist on calling it fall. You crazy bastards! But like when the sun comes up it's still here in the northeast still hot humid mm-hmm. sweating my balls off but then as soon as that sun goes down you're like oh i instantly regret wearing shorts and it's really cold it's like deceiving you don't know what to do i don't like it i be hot or cold don't do this weird shit that tease me does that is that the same thing over in san fran does that do you get seasons because i heard in california your seasons are kind of weird our seasons are very lopsided. Um, like I said, it's been raining today, but yesterday when I got up, yeah, it was like it was hot, but then the sun went down over Oracle Park, and all of a sudden it was cold, and then you could see like the clouds forming and all that. You're like, oh boy, it's gonna rain later. Um, and then you know, like, but we had a heat wave a week ago, which you know consisted of three or four days where you know your main man Kush was in shorts and flip flops when uh, when appropriate, and it was like that for not just the daytime but the nighttime as well. You know, what are we talking about here? We need to take heat wave. How hot are we talking? We um, it was as high as ninety out here. Oh, that's not a heat wave. For San Francisco, it is. I was in. Everyone needs to quit telling me what my weather isn't. Okay, I'm no. here. I'm experiencing it. <laughs> when I was in the U, when I went back UK, where everyone talks about how crap the weather is in the UK, they were experiencing a heat wave, and it was like a hundred and four degrees or some shit that's at some hot. point hot is just hot man your heat wave can be 100 degrees too i, I, I will actually you know i will i will subscribe to that because right, i'm i'm a big uh advocate for the whole cold is cold like once it goes yeah. below freezing i don't care how cold it is yeah. it's it's freezing i'm cold when i was in the phantom zone this summer you know it'd be like you know 94 degrees or whatever then it's like, gonna be 85 tomorrow i'm like it's still hot. It's still gonna be hot, and we're still laboring here. Okay, like this doesn't. This is it's still hot. Now, am I wearing shorts or not? That's all I need to know. Weather, uh, weather, and also, as I was saying off air before we went live in the green room, I, I just went out before we went live. I was like, oh, you know, I'll get a little bit of nicotine break. I'll get that going, and I went outside in my backyard here in New Jersey, and I, I went out for five minutes, and I, my legs. We're just it was like it was dinner time. We're destroyed by goddamn mosquitoes. That's the only reason I hate summer. Mm. If, what is the point of mosquitoes? That's the kind because I always think like you know we have certain naturist beasts such as like mm-hmm. bees. They're annoying, but mm-hmm. they do a thing, you know. And wasps and stuff. They get honey and all that jar. You know they mm-hmm. they help us out in some way, so you can't let them be spiders even you know they kind of control some of the things going on in the backyard situation what do mosquitoes do other than annoy you mm-hmm. and like drink your yeah, blood I got nothing. or 
Wait, have you ever had that where you do you, do you have okay I, I'm totally showing my ignorance here but I'm assuming you get mosquitoes in 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 the west coast right I'm assuming that's not just on the west coast but like I'm I'm a few blocks away from a lake so yeah Ooh. we get a we we get mosquitoes uh, when we get them I'm surprised we don't have any right now but we we normally get them like the worst I think this might be the worst ever human experience might be going a little bit too far there but whatever but if you have to ever have the misfortune where a mosquito finds its way into your home mm -hmm. and you're like ah i've had a good day i've completed all my jobs i'm not doing any more jobs today so you lay down in bed you turn mm -hmm. the light off you ah no more jobs today good night and then <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's I fucking hate that because yeah. now I have to turn the light back on. Now I have to hunt this thing down, like I'm in Taken, the really shitty version of Taken. <laughs> but I have to hunt this down, and, and if you're lucky enough to hunt that thing down and kill it, by that point, yeah, I'm wide awake now. Fuck, yeah. mosquitoes, shit. Just, if that was the Mosquitoes! <laughs> yeah, you're gone. Yeah, there you go. Oh, best use the trap door ever. Done. Done. Um, Alright, let's get into the stories for today. Don't forget to go to charity.com. A couple of stories today. First one's a quick one. Um, Babies! Babies! Oh. People consistently. Oh insist on having babies like uh, i was i was at my friend's house today watching the football game and, oh this oh before we get into this this is how i look like a fucking weirdo today right so so i was hanging out with my buddy yesterday and he invited me around his place to watch football today right mm -hmm. and so i was like perfect yeah no worries i'll do that i'll come around because the Giants game starts at 1. So I'll be around there at like 12.45. Bang. And he's like, oh, just what FYI. 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 Yeah. For your information. For your information. He's like, oh, we watch, because they're big fantasy football guys. So they watch Red Zone. They don't watch a game. Okay. They watch Red Zone. And for those that don't know what Red Zone is, Red Zone is a service put on by the NFL, which is basically whenever anything interesting happens at a game it switches to that game so it's constantly switching to different games and uh -huh. you can never fucking pay attention to anything it's really fucking annoying but some people love it because i guess they you know they do fantasies and they want to watch the shit so i was like no worries i'm gonna bring my own tv so i so i have a tv this tv right here if you're watching live you can see it in the background it's there it's black so it kind of merges in but there is a tv there it's kind of smallish. It's on the probably like the thirty-ish inch range, so it's not super heavy. <clears throat> oh. So I was like, "No worries. I'm going to take this out. It's all over Wi-Fi. It's a Roku TV. I'll just put it in my car, drive to you, take it out, plug it into your house. You can have your Red Zone on. I'll have the Giants game on. We'll drink beer. We'll have a fun time." However, what a very accommodating and uh, what a very good guest of, that you are. Are there, right? Not only are you like bringing beer, but you bring a whole other TV. No one else exactly. does. Exactly, I'm bringing extra entertainment. So, Why do I feel like this goes south, though? This goes south because when I so he lives like an eight minute drive from me. So I'm just driving there, drive, 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 
And then as I get close to his place, there's like a police blockade. Oh. And and Google Maps is like, keep going, sports. Like, no, I have to. No, I always put Google Maps on just because it's like, I, I don't want to pay attention. I just want to go, turn left here, dick. And I'm like, thank you. So I just do that. So I, so I did that. And he's like, oh, so I have to turn left and I have to turn right. And I'm going to see if I can go around it a little bit because his house is a few blocks down. So maybe his house isn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, blocked. Turns out his bit was blocked, so I had to keep going round, 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 and then I was trying to find parking, and I just couldn't find parking. I was just driving round and round and round and round and round. I eventually find parking five blocks away from his house. Okay. So I had to look like a weirdo who's just literally stolen a... So I'm just walking through the town, walking through the streets, with a TV under my arm and a 12 pack of Heineken's in the other hand and people were out it's Sunday afternoon people were out enjoying the weather looking at me like what the fuck they know mine constable I'm just taking my telly for a stroll well so yeah it turns out there was like a I don't know what it was commemorating but there was a parade on he lives on near a main street so yes there was plenty of police there and I'm just walking past the police carrying this TV looking like a weirdo Mm -hmm. but uh yeah I didn't get arrested, so that was good. Hmm. But yeah, anyway, yeah, he and the, the, the reason that reminded me of because his brother was there and he had his kids there and they're yeah, like, so oh, they're point, like, the kids they didn't hijack like, the TV. The TV no. didn't get broken. No one said, "Why'd you they, bring your fucking TV, stupid?" Like, no, no, they kept trying that, to touch it though. Oh, so well, don't, don't touch yeah. my TV! Don't break my TV. I love you because I'm we're family. Basically, I consider you nephews, but don't break my TV. Otherwise, I will. Hmm. I will put you off for adoption. I don't care what your dad says. Um, but yeah. So yeah, they will clip fucking with me. But now, anyway. Anyway, babies! Babies! Uh, babies need wipes. Because you need to wipe their butts when they poop. And True. so, but apparently there's like, a, 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 there's like a shortage of things like that. Like baby wipes, baby formula and stuff like that. Because of, I don't know what, I guess maybe Russia. Russia's fucking everything up still. Goddamn Russians. I don't know, mm-hmm. but there's a shortage. So, there was a giant shipment coming in um, from uh, the Laredo Columbia Solidarity Bridge. Everyone knows where that is. No idea. So, this truck, giant truck, 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 truck. This is my impression of a truck. Truck, 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 was coming in with basically a lot of baby wipes mm-hmm. and so they did this vision oh yeah look that yeah truck's got baby wipes and the, the paperwork says it's got lots of pa- baby wipes so, yeah cool yeah you're good you're good to go thank you very much for bringing the baby wipes into this country and then luckily someone was like actually i want to give this one a second look over just in case because it's you know, i don't know maybe it seems a little bit sus just baby is that all you're bringing in baby wipes why are you only bring baby wipes and so U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers discovered these baby wipes were not baby wipes. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. They were, in fact, 1,500 pounds of cocaine oh. <laughs> in baby wipe packages. Which wow. apparently has a, 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 a street value of $11.8 million dues. What a like that's I, I'm assuming 
this guy knew what he was doing, or maybe he was like a mule. But yeah, that, I reckon oh, that's yeah. like a nervous. Because if you're chucking on again, chuck, 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 chuck. Oh my god! I hope they don't discover that these baby wipe packages are actually full of cocaine. Chuck, 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 chuck. And the first guy goes, "You're through." Woo! Home free! And then that Curb Your Enthusiasm song plays, and then hmm. he's fucked. Ah. How would you feel if you was that guy? Would hmm. If I was that guy, again, do we... Are we under the impression that he knows that what he's carrying is not baby wipes, or is he, is he just, you know, oblivious? What, so what's my motivation actually... here, Mike Fish? In yeah, in the in the story, it doesn't actually say. Mm-hmm. And but what is my motivation, Mike Fish? So one thousand nine hundred thirty-five packages of cocaine, totaling one thousand five hundred thirty-two pounds. Well, the motivation is you're you're a guy who's driving this truck across the border, delivering mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Would you? Because I imagine, right? So if you're delivering things, mm-hmm. you're. I'm a deliverer. I'm put my delivery hat on. Don't you normally like deliver? Like many things, would you not? Would it? Would you not feel like? I don't know. Again, I'm not a delivery I mean, driver, but would you not feel a bit weird that I mean, every delivery? Hey, driver can you will drop this truck into America? Yeah, what's in it? Baby wipes? Anything else? Yeah, no, no. Nope. There's a manifest. Just, just There's always a manifest wipes. on board. Okay. Is, is I mean, it's just ba- if it's just baby. Baby wipes is pretty light. Is there anything else I could take on the truck? Nope. Just these baby wipes. Make sure you don't make eye contact with anyone. So, oh, yeah. is weird. so first off, no truck driver is going. Would you like me to take anything else? They they just take the the, the trailer. Oh, yes. No, I'm I'm confirming that for you. Oh, they yeah. they don't go like. Oh, would you like me to make a second stop somewhere? They 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 have a manifest of everything that's on the fucking thing. They have a time to be at destination X, and that's it. And then they go on from there. There's there's no like. Oh, you know, like hey, I could take these baby wipes and maybe. Some strollers too. How about that? Or, or a shipment of DVDs from 2005. Like they don't do any of that. They they show up at the spot. The guy goes, "Here, you're driving that thing," and then they do. And that's 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 what that is. But well, still, if you try and bring Koki Koki into this country, try better, I guess. Maybe uh... I'd say Baby White was pretty clever. That's one of the more clever I... things I've heard. Because yeah, because I'm see. I'm not not that I'm a big man familiar with cocaine but i imagine mm. it's it's like once you pack it into its bricks it can be quite a little bit heavy baby wipes because they're moist mm-hmm. quite heavy i guess you could do the whole yeah but I, again most most inspection agents will just like cut the box open and go like yeah those are baby wipes they won't do the time to like actually like you know pick something up and you're like uh, i don't know this feels like a brick of powder to me sir Maybe they stuck their little finger in the baby wipe. <laughs> These don't taste like baby wipes. These <gasps> don't taste like aloe just vera. up right now. But they sure are making my gums feel tingly. Oh. Maybe that's... I, my teeth have never been so clean. Oh, they're stingly. Oh. Anyway, there you go. Try harder next time. That's where we get from that. And that but was Waffle what... Box Theater. My motivation as a truck driver. We like to entertain in more ways than one. Um, speaking of kids, kids like toys. Segway. Pow. Um, you yeah, may remember last year we discussed the 2021 
inductees into the National Toy Hall of Fame. Well, you'll be happy to find out that they've just announced the so the, the finalists. In, so I'm get, it didn't actually specify whether it's a voting process. So I don't know whether this is what's the point of doing the finalists, just induct them or don't. But they've announced the finalists, the 12 finalists for the National Hall, Hall Toy Hall. Jeez, I can't speak. The National Toy Hall of Fame. There's a lot of hoi, hoi, toy, hall, hall. toy Hall of Fames. So we're going to go through the 12 here. And we are, because out of these 12, three will make the final cut and be inducted into the National Hall okay. of Fame. So what we're going to do here, we're gonna, I'm going to list off the 12, and we're going to try to predict Ooh. which three make it into the National Toy Hall of Fame. Okay. And then, after November 10th, we'll revisit this and realize how smart we are. Yeah, I gotta so, write this down. I wanna write this down. <clears throat> right. So the twelve. Some of these are pretty obvious. Some of these I had to put a little research in to find out what exactly these were. Okay. So toy number one. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Oh. Now It's more of a game, but thing. okay. It's 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 a game. Also it's gambling. Is this really a toy? Isn't bingo for like over 21s or over 18s, depending on which country you're in? It's usually for over 65s, but yeah, sure. right, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but for, for legal reasons, like not many people. Are, hey kids, when I play no. bingo, oh yay! Like no, I there's uh, plenty of establishments that have all ages bingo, but the prizes are usually not cash in those situations. Yeah, so already. Anyway. Already, bingo's not. I don't think bingo's gonna make it. Yeah. I'm not a fan three. of bingo. It's on this list, at least. Um, number two, Brea horses, which are the hell is that? it's it's a toy horse. It's a toy horse. It is what it is. So I guess it's a specific version of the rocking horse, maybe. Oh, uh, okay. Sure. We'll go with that. Um, number What's three, one that one? Oh. Catan. So Catan. <laughs> I'm guessing that's Catan. C A T A N. So Catan is a German style board game in which players representing settlers establish a settlement on an island by spending resources which are earned through trade and rolls of the dice. Sounds it's the second worst thing Germany's riveting. ever produced. Indeed. And not by far, unfortunately. This is how bad this game is, so it's not going to be on my list. Um, number four. Now we're talking. Number four. Light bright. Everyone okay. knows what a light bright is. Stick yeah. stick your things in, in different patterns and it lights up all different colors. <laughs> it's fun. Um, number five. Masters of the Universe. Okay. So, again, I'm, we're talking toys here. So, the, the action figure line, I'm assuming. That's at least a toy. He-Man. Yeah. Uh, and the Masters of the Universe. And... What was his? What was his? Like Tiger's name or whatever it was. Well, his tiger was Cringer, who would then turn into Battle Cat. And if do I remember? Am I thinking of another one? But did, in the cartoon version, wasn't his cat really obnoxious and had a really whiny voice? If I remember correctly, definitely had a whiny voice because the as Cringer, he was you know he cringed. He, he was a coward. Meow. He was like, like now settle down cringer we have to stop skeletor by the power of grace call lightning bolt now you're back and then he'd be like 
Damn, Battle Cat, let's fuck up some Skeletors. Ah, it doesn't work. It's like, bitch, that fucking out He-Man. Yeah. It was weird they just didn't keep him as Battle Cat the entire time. Like, yeah, just... Sorry, like, Battle Cringe, Cat didn't always have to, like, kill and murder people, but at least it wasn't like, Oh, I don't know, I don't know. Fuck you, Cringer. And to be fair, if you got a cat named Cringer, what do you expect? Um, mm -hmm. Next one on the list, Nerf Toys. Ooh. The entire Nerf brand? It just says Nerf Toys. So, yeah, it could have been Nerf Guns, Nerf other it's things. Nerf Football, okay. Nerf Football. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's another thing. All I knew of Nerf Guns. But, yeah, Nerf Toys. That's. Um, and then number next one is Piñata. Oh. Piñata. Yeah. I'm telling you right now Which that I, one's going in. I do like a piñata, but is it like like the good thing is like we've like say Masters of the Universe and Lightbright and even Nerf toys. Once you're done with it, you can pack it away, save that for another day when I want entertainment. Mm -hmm. Piñata. Once you beat it to death, it's like oh, well, I have to buy another one now. So mm -hmm. I think that might, even though I do like I say I do like. Beating the shit out of a good piñata, get that sweet, mm -hmm. sweet candy. It's, it's reuse value. Might knock it down. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. Um, next one, Phase Ten, which is a rummy style card game, which challenged players to collect a various group of cards to complete ten phases in sequ sequential order before their opponents. I am already bored just reading that. Like, oh, no. Thank you. Yeah. Like, that's not. No. Fuck you, Phase Ten. Like they're really getting scraping the bottom of the barrel now. Like that's not it. Um, next one, Pound Puppies. Okay. Which were I, I think they were just like dog toys, like furry, like. They're, they're more like stuffed animals, but I could see them being a toy, sure. I did when I did a little bit of my research. Is that I found that they were so popular that in like the eighties when. They sold out. Mm -hmm. They they found a correlation between the pound puppies selling out and adoptions of real dogs increasing. So it's like people, oh, we... oh, if I can't get pound puppies, I'll get a, I'll get a real dog. In there, I guess how crazy okay. is that? I would say pound puppies were like second to the Cabbage Patch Kid. Like there there was a big demand for them. You know they 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 looked like a little puppy and then had the big. Big pathetic eyeballs that were just you know absolutely adorable. And you're like, oh, 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 buddy. Um, next one is a game called Racco, R A C K dash O, which now this one, this if you if you thought Phase Ten was boring, ready for this one. So to play Racco, players replace a replace numbered cards in their racks during each round so their card numbers read in a progression from lowest to highest fuck you oh my You're god out. this is such a boring list yeah oh but get ready to get i would death. like to i wish we could revisit what has been in the hall of fame but we're not going to do it now because we're live but like like i keep going if you just put dominoes in there but dominoes is probably in there already uh, what's number 11? I mean, yeah, but like, Racco sounds pretty boring, but this is considering, as we did visit, if you go back to, I think, November-ish of last year, when we mm -hmm. spoke about the 2021 list, 
as we did discuss that stick is in the yes. toy hall of fame so you know Whatever. Stick it was clever at least. Like it, it, it was. It sounded ridiculous, but I was like, yeah, you know, st- I get it. I played with stick. Who didn't love I also played with, with stick. stick? I played with stick all the time. They want love sticks. Um, number eleven, Spirograph. Now it's all okay. Spirograph. Everyone Sp- fucking loves Spirograph. I can't like Spirograph isn't like a necessarily a game. It's not necessarily a toy. It's not. But that's a toy. It's a toy. I at least get why it's on this list as opposed to. Phase 10 and Catan. And then the final ones, when we get into the, the very generic range again, uh, it's the top, which most famously okay. is, is, I guess, the most famous kind of top is the spinning top. Yes. Yeah. So those are the 12. <clears throat> so Bingo, Bray Horses, Catan, Light Bright, Masters of the Universe, Nerf Toys, Pinata, Phase 10, Pound Puppies, Racco, Spirograph, and Top. So as discussed previously, only the top three will take their honored places in the Hall of Fame this year. And they'll be announced on Thursday, November 10th. So, after discussing them, what's what's your top three? I mean, it doesn't have to be top three in any specific order, but what no, if you had to predict which three do you see going into the Hall of Fame this year? I think Top has definitely clinched it. I believe Pinata will also be inducted. And then I'm stuck on this third one, man. Like, I don't see Pound Puppies taking it. I don't see Phase 10 getting in there. But, like, I could, I could see why Lightbright would get picked up. I could see why Masters of the Universe would get picked up. I could see why Nerf, the whole brand, would get picked up, despite it should be, like, Nerf-specific. It should be the football or the toy guns or whatever. Um, but then Spirograph, like, that's just so weird. Like, that could also... You know, like it's it's all about imagination, and you know, again, that's why I stick one last year. But I'm, you know, I'm just gonna go with my heart. Masters of the Universe, that was a big thing in our in our childhood. So that's it. I'm saying Masters of the Universe, Pinata, and Top are gonna be this Ooh. year's Hall of Fame inductees. Let me I'm just putting write this that down. up on my wall right now. So Kush see it in November. Picked so Masters of the Universe. Mm-hmm. Pinata and a mm-hmm. top. And a top. So, my list, I have also gone for Pinata on my list. Okay, smart. However, I've got oh. two different ones. Just based on the history, as we've previously discussed, you know, they've got sticks, mm-hmm. chalk is all in mm-hmm. there. I feel they're trying to get okay. you know, the, involved the, with the, imagination the of the child and, yeah. in there. So, with Pinata, I have chosen uh, Light Bright. I think that's a good bet. And I've gone Spirograph. I've gone that. I've okay, gone again, also good, again, toys, actual toys that use the imagination. You know, it's, you, you can create anything with a Light Bright. You can create almost anything with a Spirograph. Really unique shit. As long as it's Masters of the Universe, it's all the same old, just a different head and a different, different homoerotic costume. Pinata. I mean, you destroy the pinata. You don't do anything to build it, and, and top is just, it's just, it just spins. I get it. So yeah, I think that's a really good choice. Uh, two choices there too, Mike. I look forward to seeing what this goes in November. Indeed, November tenth. So roughly about eight mm-hmm. weeks time. So what we got? Sixty five. So let's ask my my main lady Alexia here. Computer, how many days 
is November 10th. 53 days from today's broadcast. There you go. 53 days, which equates to about seven-ish weeks. weeks. Seven, Six, whatever. seven weeks. Yeah. So yeah, roughly episode 70, 72, 73. We'll be back to see what he's doing. But yeah, let us know in the comments. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at WaffleboxPod. What do you think your top three are? What three toys deserve to go in to the Hall of Fame? Um, right, before we wrap up the first half of this week's show, we're going to go into everyone's favorite segment, as we always do, after the opening bullshit that we talk about. It's this week's Dumb World Record of the Week. Why? Why? Why would I? Why? 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 Why would you want to do that? Uh, why? Oh, why? Now, this one is actually a kind of special one, just because technically... This isn't a world record that has been broken. This is a, this, this is discussing a world record that is going to be attempted very oh. shortly. But okay. the reason I wanted to Welcome highlight this one is because often, as we've discussed, a lot of the times that we talk about dumb world records, they're not necessarily dumb because of the actual world record, which, yes, they more often than one actually are, actually. But a lot of times it's like, why are they doing it? Why? Why, 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 why? And I need more information. This one has a lot of information mm. packed into it. Oh, so I'm kind of excited to kind of unpack it. Also, just to kind of give a follow-up of last week's show where we kind of you know, suggested that we was going to reach out to um, Mr. Rush, who's a big fan of the Dumb World Record breaking. Mm. Um, reached out to him yeah. through Twitter and oh. so far, no response. Oh. So... Come on, Rush. Come on, buddy. <sighs> spread the word. Spread the word. All right, so this week's, this week's technical dumb world record of week comes to us from the Yees United Kingdoms. Uh, mm-hmm. So a British world record, <laughs> a British investor, inventor, good, I can't speak today, uh, is seeking the Guinness world record for the longest mobility scooter. <laughs> the longest distance traveled or like the the longest actual like scooter literally the longest scooter oh wow so here's I mean... so kevin nix 57 i don't I, I always find it weird when they put their the ages in news stories though that adds nothing to the story like yeah, it could be 30 50 okay anyway. but how old right, is so he? he he's 57 Okay. So, and he previously earned Guinness World Records for creating the world's fastest motorized shed. Oh, I think we talked about him once upon a time. I feel like we've heard his name before. I remember the shed. I remember a motorized shed. And the world's fastest wheelbarrow, which is, as far as I'm aware, a wheelbarrow is something that you push. So isn't that like the world's fastest wheelbarrow? Is it so? Isn't like. What's his face? Um, I have a feeling there's rockets involved with that one. <laughs> Who's the, uh, the, 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 Usain Bolt? Usain Bolt. I imagine just any old generic wheelbarrow that you get from Home Depot. Mm-hmm. 
if pushed by him, will become the world's fastest wheelbarrow. That's, I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah, yeah. But maybe, maybe, maybe. Who knows? Is there a hill involved? Who knows? Um, so anyway, longest so scooter. Kevin Nix said so he decided to take on the title of the world's largest, world's longest mobility scooter after discovering the current record stands at ten feet four inches. Ten Which, feet. Okay. So, so what he's basically done here is like it's just well, shorter than a car. So the record is only ten foot four inches. I could beat that. So he's been inspired. He's been inspired. Mm-hmm. He wants. But what I want to know. Is what led him to discover that? Who is sitting yeah. at home with a glass of wine, maybe watching Netflix? Oh, I can't decide what I'm going to watch. Let me a minute. Let me check out how long the world's largest mobility scooter is. It's it, look why why, as we say in the jingle, why? There's a yeah. There's no Netflix going on. There's probably some red wine. I'm also thinking vodka might involved in this for some reason like um, he's he's walking home from the bar with his friends maybe, well, he doesn't have up... friends mike fish come on <laughs> maybe. but after like a daytime drinking session and someone's like go past him on a mobility scooter and he's like it's a pretty long mobility scooter i wonder how long the longest one is and it's that's that's what's that like it's, it's very weird um but kevin nix of chipping norton england said Guinness so this is okay so we're gonna get some stipulations here so Guinness World Records rules stipulate that this creation must be a standard mobility scooter with no Mm. wheels in the middle to support the extra weight okay okay so it has to have two at the front two at the back that's your lot to come with the wheels it came with basically yeah yeah and he has to demonstrate the scooter can travel at least 328 feet under its own power to qualify mm-hmm. for the title. 328 feet? That doesn't seem very low. Now, can does he have to make any turns? Because I see t- turning a problem with this. Now, now let me... Let's just... For context, I'm, I, I just Googled it, and like a Nissan Versa sedan... That's an average car is 14.7 feet long. How long? Already. 14.7 feet. Under 15 feet, Mike Fish. Okay. So this man has to just be under 11 feet? All right. That, that doesn't seem terribly hard. But, like, again, he can only have the original wheels. He can, what, four? He can only have four. No no middle wheels, no support wheels. So, like, I, I still foresee, like, turning is a problem with this. So, uh, it, does it say anything in the stipulations about like just 328 feet straight, or like do they have like an obstacle course for him, or like he has to go around cones and bullshit? It doesn't specify, so I'm going to assume it's a straight line. Okay, okay, we'll take it. Because we'll yeah, it. I imagine because what he's planning doing is so the current record stands at 10 feet four inches, but he's looking to be like okay, if I'm gonna break this world record, I'm gonna break it. Like I'm gonna, I want this record to stand the test of time. So he is aiming to build a 22-foot-long mobility scooter. 22 which, feet? Which, so I'm going to assume that that's... You know, the turning circle on that's not great. So I'm, I'm going to assume it's going to be a straight line. But um, So the inventor said he will officially attempt a record later this month. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll find out where he does it. 
at Elvington Airfield in Yorkshire, England. And again, with the airfield situation, I'm, so that makes me assume it's going to be a straight line kind of thing. But yeah, good luck to you, Kevin Nix, you weirdo. Hope you break your world record. Uh, I guess so. So, the oh, average man. pickup truck, and I don't have like a specific brand here, is 19.8 feet long. That's just your, your average. I live in the suburbs. I don't have a construction job truck. So this guy's looking to make a mobility scooter longer than the average pickup truck. It's pretty bold. <sighs> pretty bold. Like, do you think like the the seat would be just up in the front, and, and, or or would it be all the way in the back? Like he because like, like he, he can't be in the middle. With fake hands, be in the on middle. end of long sticks, like puppets. Um, but no, I imagine he's gonna be at the front. I mean, there would have to be a steering column. There has to be. I mean. Regardless of where he sits, yeah, I would, I would like to know more. Well, hopefully, hopefully revisit this. If he if he's successful in his world record, in by the end of this month, we'll uh, find out a little bit more. We'll revisit this hmm. wonderful. Well, even if he's uh, even if he fails, which is a strong word, I would like to know more. Well, I'll keep googling his name then, just for you. All right, put a See Google alert out. Yeah, put a Google alert. All right, well, that wraps up the first half of this show. Uh, for those uh, watching live and the video version, just because of the way we're doing this, we're just going to keep on rocking and rolling. But for those who are listening on demand on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all that good stuff, we will see you after this short break. <laughs> It's now time for the middle of the show quiz. Hey, welcome back to Waffle Box. Or if you're watching the video version, we never left. But it's the middle of the show, so we're going to do the middle of the show quiz. And if you've never laid your eyes or your ear holes on an episode of Waffle Box, middle of the show quiz is pretty simple. Kush does a movie review each and every week, and so I like to quiz him before he does that. So he can, uh, you know, we can actually see if he's legit or not. Um, as we mentioned at the head of the show, he is reviewing Clerks 3. So I put together a little Clerks quiz to see what and, he knows um, about the franchise. We've done this now, show enough it's... times now that uh, I, I should guess that this was going to be like a Clerks or Kevin Smith related quiz. But I get no no heads up on this. Mike, no. Mike has not, not told me what's going to happen today on the show. So this is... I am in this with brand new eyes, just like everyone else, if you're joining us for the very first time. Uh, and so I ask him five questions. Obviously, his aim in the game is him to try to get at least three to win. But sometimes he doesn't win it, and that's sad for him. Um, if he gets the question right, he hears this little noise. And that makes him happy. Oh, but if he makes the wrong suggestion, he hears this noise. Which, as you can see, makes him sad. So, best out of five, um, are you ready, Mr. Hayes, for your five-question quiz on Clark? I'm ready. I'm ready, coach. Let's do this. Which now, are we, are we safe to say this is a franchise now? Like, how many movies do you have to have involved to make it a franchise? I mean, it's been a franchise because... 
Kevin, uh, Jay and Silent Bob are in most of them, so they're they're all related. Oh, in so some the way. Jay and Silent Bob spin-offs are technically in the franchise. Yes, yeah, so I yeah, believe yeah. it's called the View Skew Universe, yes. and like there's maybe only a, only a couple movies that aren't in of his that aren't in this like Red State isn't in this universe, and I don't think uh, Jersey Girl is in this universe. Uh, maybe a couple more that I'm mistaken, but like yeah. Jersey Girl actually not terrible. People, people hate the Jersey girls. Like to hate on Ben Affleck and J Lo at the time. All right, so here comes question number one. Let's do this. So, how much? And this is listen to the specifics of this question because it's. I'll give you the heads up in that. The wording is very important in this question. Okay. Okay. How much? And I'll give you a range of to the closest. five thousand dollars how much did the original clerks movie cost to shoot to shoot so this is not post-production this is just to shoot the movie i'm gonna say like eighty-five thousand. that might be a little high it was actually, so I'm assuming this is supposed to be world, like, you know, renowned knowledge because it's very specific on the Wikipedia page. It was $27,575. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a whole thing where, like, he sold his comic book collection, and it was a very, very pricey collection uh, to, to get that first Imagine film made. $27,000. Again, also in $1992. Like, wow. so that's probably at least twenty eight thousand now I don't know. I'm not very good with <laughs> not um, question number two mm. in what year was the sequel clerks 2 released clerks 2 that was 2006 correct correct all right that was your easy one now we're gonna get to the thing. Thank you. right so obviously clerks was Kevin Smith's very first foray into the movie sphere where he was credited as the director, writer, and editor. Mm-hmm. What was Kevin Smith's second movie where he was credited as director, writer, and editor? We had the trifecta. What was the next one? I would like to say it's Mars, but it probably wasn't mall rats um i'm gonna just say chasing amy oh yes oh wow big. yeah almost fell into my trap yes war and uh, more rats he was director and writer but he didn't edit the movie chasing amy yeah. was his second movie to do all three so well done well done yeah, that, was, that was a hail mary and i know that was a personal for him as well well, this next question. Got a weird love-hate relationship with Kevin Smith, FYI. He does seem like a nice guy, though. Seems like a really nice guy. Thousand percent. Hanging. Like, I'd like. I'd like to sit down at a TV and watch WrestleMania with him. Like, I, I don't he, think he's what? a wrestling fan, but we could smoke a yeah, TV and watch the Flash. About? He's always at the wrestling. He loves wrestling. Doesn't? Okay. Good yeah, time. he's a big yeah. wrestling fan. Right, well, then he would love me. Sure. Exactly. So we should hang out. Maybe he could come onto the Waffle Box. We could talk about shit anyway. That's mm-hmm. neither here nor there right now. Question number four. It's getting tense. This one, if you that was the Hail Mary, maybe this one might be a Hail Mary. Uh, but Jason Muse, if I'm pronouncing mm-hmm. that correctly, 
who plays Jay, Jay, lended his voice to which 2017 war-themed video game? Oh, um, Call of Duty. And it, there's a lot of Call of Duties. Oh, of Jesus. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's stupid. That thing has multiple franchises. Call of Duty Black Ops? No, I'll give you half a point, though. Half a point, 0. 0.5. Right. It was Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Oh, you know what? I have that one. Where he played, of apparently, all the Call of Duties I have. He's credited as playing himself. So I've never played that game, but I'm interested to say what Jason okay. Muse was in that. But yeah, there we go. As Jason Muse, I have to go back yeah. and play Infinite Warfare then. Like, I did not know that. I would have said he was the robot. Question number five. Question number five. So we're uh, going for a deep cut question. here. Deep cut for question yeah, this five. This tiebreaker. So which character mm-hmm. in the original ending of Clerks mm-hmm. 1 was killed off? Oh, that was Dante. Yeah, oh! You son of a gun. Well done. You got yeah. three and a half out of five. Yeah, Dante Hicks killed yeah. off. And fun facts, um, if you didn't already know, now you know. So the guy who killed Dante Hicks, or the, the actor that played the character that killed Dante Hicks in the original ending was Kevin Smith's cousin. And the <laughs> customer that came in was like, oh, I guess they're closed because there was no one in there. Not discovering a dead body behind the counter was Kevin Smith, but cleanly shaven. So sometimes so a lot of people didn't recognize That's him. funny. Fun right. fact. Fun I mean, fact. I've seen the I've seen the deleted scene, but it's it's decades. It's been decades. Well, he Kevin Smith. He only apparently uh, got rid of it because of like a lot of backlash or some shit. Oh no, people did not like the ending. Like people liked Dante. They did not. But want he to liked it because there was like an ode to like a Star Wars thing and other things. Like it was never. I, I I had it. I had it in front of me. I remember, but he had like a. He wanted to create a really funny movie with a dark ending. That was okay. what he wanted to do, and then sure. it didn't. It didn't end. So he's like, "Oh, I guess I'll no. switch it up." So there you go. That, that was Fun definitely fact. Harvey Weinstein, by the way. Less, 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 less we say about him, the better. I should say. His that it was his movie. At the end of the day, he bought it. But he also did Project One More Runway. So fuck that guy. Sorry, I said Project One Way. Okay. He produced that. He produced that show. Yeah. Weinstein uh, TV, that big dirty okay. pervy cunt. Anyway. Smart. Smart. The great. I think in sixty-five episodes, that's that great. might be the first time I've ever said those words, dirty pervy cunt. And so here we are. We're breaking all, the world. All, all, all together like that. Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I've, I'm may. I'm pretty sure I've said all of those in separate occasions, but all in one. This is the first. I'm pretty sure. Any, if anyone wants to go back and listen to Prove Me Wrong, go ahead. I will we'll take the listening numbers. Anyway, before we dive into Clerks 3 with Cush's movie review, we've got a little section that we like to call the Trapdoor section, where we give Cush Hayes four different scenarios or four different things, and we ask him to delete one from history because it's shit. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Trapdoor segment. Ah! 
week's trapdoor no, segment. What? Were you going to say something? We've already deleted mosquitoes. We've already sent mosquitoes down the trapdoor. So mosquitoes, man. Yeah, mosquitoes already gone. You got an extra door. So this, this is a bonus trapdoor segment. Thank you. Thanks, Mike Fish. Bonus trapdoor. Since we're live, since we're live, raising money for Liberty Society, go to charity.enjoybox.com, donate your monies. Um, so this trapdoor segment, um, just through experiences that I've had recently, um, the, 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 the overarching title of this week's trapdoor is, quote-unquote, Social Obligations. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, it's a little mm. obscure, maybe. So I'm going to give you four situations that the average okay. human being has been put in, I'm sure, several times. Um, and you have to delete one that will never ever happen again, which will, I guess, just decrease the stress level of the human race by 25%. So here are the four situations. <clears throat> Situation number one. When a family member invites you to their wedding... Okay. Situation number two. When a friend asks you if you want to see their baby's photos. <sighs> By the way, if what these all annoy me. Um uh, situation number three. When oh. someone friends re- friend requests you on Facebook in person, like they're looking at you in the eyes when they're frame requesting you <laughs> okay that's weird and never, that happened really oh it's fucking horrible because you he's like fuck i have to fucking i have to accept now don't i <laughs> jesus uh, and situation four people who start a conversation with you and then pull out their phone when you, it's your turn to talk oh each Those one of these be- i fucking want to punch them in the head so, but the the family member's wedding, no, I, that, that's not going down the trapdoor because that's the cherished celebration. It's an extension of life. We're happy for our family members and our friends that invite us to their wedding. Uh, these days, none of oh, these right, things okay. seem to last too right, long. That one, but... right, before okay, before you answer, then maybe let me expand on that then, because expand. Feel free to expand. If a fam- say a distant cousin of mine said, "Oh, hey, I'm getting married next month." Would you like to come to the wedding reception or the wedding party? Fuck yeah, I want to come to the fun party. Dinner and... Yeah, everyone wants to go to the party. Disco? Oh, fuck yeah, I'll go. But the actual wedding. So you have to sit through the ceremony. That's what I'm talking yeah. about here. Okay, okay, just so you know. I understand that. Yeah, okay. you must have some very, very over-the-top, boisterous family members and friends having these ceremonies because none of these weddings I've been to are longer than 15 minutes. You know, it takes longer for it to assemble everybody into the area to sit down. The thing is, bang, 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 and then we go get drunk right across the street. That's, I that's once been every wedding to, I've been to. I once went to a wedding in the Philippines. Oh, boy. And Lots of ritual was, there. Lots of ritual there. Yeah. This I want to say, if I'm trying to get the time, it was like July-ish. So it was like very humid. Yes. And the church... One, the, ch- the, the, yeah, the ceremony itself went on for fucking ages. And the church itself just literally had like one or two ceiling fans. Just like, so it was basically mm-hmm. like sitting Not even in, providing a, light. in a sauna. 
for an hour whilst watching this wedding, mm-hmm. and then just randomly, just when you're like, oh, the wedding's almost over, the, the priest would break out into song and just start singing. But like, so <laughs> what, what is going on? <laughs> they do. Those Filipinos do love to sing their hearts out. They do. Oh, they love a bit of karaoke. Any chance they can sing, mm-hmm. they love it. But yes, sorry, mm-hmm. not to not to try to project my my experiences onto your decision. But yeah, mm-hmm. those are the four. Go yeah. for it. No, I'm happy to visit all my friends and families getting married. I hope that they they, they go the distance, as, as I heard on a TV show tonight, which I thought was hilarious. So we're not getting rid of family weddings. Uh, yo, friends, baby pictures. Again, I want to see my friends evolve. I want to see them grow up. I want to see their babies. Like, I'm no, calling bullshit. All no, you baby- don't. Why no, do you want to I see do. that? I like to see my friends. All grow babies up. look ex- not to be. Is, is that racist by saying all babies look the same? I don't know. But they, it, I don't they just think so. They just no, not racist. Basic human beings. They're not like mm-hmm. they have no personality. They yeah. have, I don't and give a shit. I only have to sit through baby. the photos for at most like what fifteen minutes, hell, a half hour. They have to sit with those babies for twenty five hours. Obligation. Per day. I have to say, oh my god, it's the cutest baby. Mm-hmm. You, you, know, then you have somehow given birth to the perfect child. That is the best-looking baby that has ever been created. Otherwise, they get offended. I think this is on you. No, you don't have to say any of that shit. In fact, you can you can even go one step further. Like, no, I don't want to see your baby photos. That's an ugly baby. (laughs) Try again. You don't. You don't have to say that either. No. Okay. No. (laughs) I I see what you're saying, but I think you're going about it the wrong way. All right. And then, uh, friend request in person, that has never happened. Like, I'll work a lot of jobs, we'll meet new people, and then at the end of the night, like, I'll check my Facebook, and I'm like, oh, yeah, so and so, yeah, never sure. Had, oh, geez, right. So that, you've that's never, never been had... a thing where someone just goes, so, like, okay. so this is fish, I'm doing this right now, doing this right no, now. No, no, so, all right. Several fucking times, I have You're had nice. someone walk up to me, not not just walk up to me cold, like, we've maybe, we've been introduced, we've had this, like, semi, was I, come, no, they'll literally open up their Facebook app, ask me to type my name in, oh. and then they'll request me. Boom. And I'm like, well, now I have to fucking open my, my phone and accept this shit. So and in that situation, that I has happened to, to me at the Redheads Festival. Now I have to That's... read your asinine <laughs> statement, or now I have to see that you've no. reached level 10 on some bullshit game that people were playing you 10 years ago. No, oh, not, so yeah. I have had that situation happen to me at the Red Festival. I'm happy okay, to accept okay. everyone's friend's request. But guess what, Mike? You're too nice. Also, you could. And this is coming from a British person. You're too nice. I'm a nice guy. What can I say? But you can. You can always hide them, so you never see anything from their feed if you just don't like them in the end. Or guess I what? You could also unfriend them a week later, and they're probably no, not going to know. They're not going to know. They're not going to know. But no, I, I have friends people have anytime roughly... I want. I have roughly 600 friends on Facebook. Probably about 400 of them are muted. I don't want to say Okay, this. there you go. Then you then you know the game, man. But like, it's still awkward in that situation, in that moment. Don't let it be awkward, though. I think that's on, I think you're projecting that. Don't don't let it be awkward. Just go like, yeah, sure. And then hide. Mute. Or whatever it is. Whatever the buzzword right, is. But we are getting rid of rude conversationalists who, after they spew all their bullshit out to you, then just start looking at their phone when you start reciprocating and you're into the conversation. So, so fuck those guys. Take them off. Oh, no. 
I must be. I've I've had one of those recently with it's it's it becomes very obvious and very clear that they are only starting this conversation with you because they want you either to to ask them that same question back so they can say some shit that's on their chest, or they just feel obligated now. It's like, oh, I I did my bit, and now they just pull out their phone and play their game. Wank. No, I've uh, we've been in a position tonight because of just Wi-Fi signals being with here. Like sometimes I'm talking over you, sometimes you're talking over me. I'm definitely doing a lot more than you are. My sorry, I'm sorry. Um, but I'll be in conversations where there's no Wi-Fi involved, where we're maybe less than six feet apart, and they'll ask me my opinion on a specific subject. I'll get three syllables out, and then they'll just say some other bullshit on top of it. I'm just like, what, 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 what is that? What is that? So. So that's trapdoor, folks. I kind of got a little something like that. What a sh- what a segment! What a segment! All right. Well, you've been you've you've went out into the world and watched Clerks three. Mm-hmm. So I guess I should give you the opportunity to review this movie. Why not? In this week's Cush's movie review. Cush's movie review. Clerks three. Do you think? Tell them about it. I'm assuming this is related to Clerks one and two. It is related to Clerks one and two. It's now it's related to Chasing Amy. It's related to Jane Silent Bob's Strike Back and Jane Silent Bob reboot. And it's related to a bunch of other stuff within the Kevin Smith View Askew universe, as we said. He is the writer and the director of this. I don't know if he did any of the editing. I really don't care either. But it's a, a rated R. It's actually one of the few films I think that didn't have a hard R on this one. Not important. One hour, 55 minutes. Uh, I don't know if I would cut If you, if you know the Cushay system, that's cutting it. That's cutting it. You could totally cut, chop 20 minutes out of this. But we'll, we'll, we'll get into this. So it's Clerks 3. It's a, feel like an unnecessary sequel to an unnecessary sequel that was Clerks 2, as we discussed, came out in 2006, following the 1994 release of Clerks 1. Clerks 1, it's a fantastic film. Um, doesn't hold up today, unfortunately, but it was a big part of my growing up when I was 16. I was a clerk, and everything in this movie was very much real, despite the fact that I don't live in New Jersey. These were all universal themes that happened to me. You know, I never locked the shop and played hockey on the roof. But there are specific set of hijinks that would go on here in San Francisco. However, having said that, like, Clerks, the original Clerks was on in the background a lot. And you know what? Like, you you come to appreciate the characters like Dante and Randall. And, of course, the Jay and the Silent Bobs. And that movie should have just been its own movie. It uh, kick-started Kevin Smith's career. He would go on to do Mallrats, and then Chasing Amy, and then Dogma, and then a bunch of other movies that are just escaping my mind right now, or I have probably already mentioned as well. But uh, I do feel better. Think... Obviously, he's done he's done very well for himself. But the big ones are like, oh yeah, it's, it's Kevin Smith. He did Clerks, which Clerks was such a success. He went on to do other movies such as Clerks Two and Clerks Three. <laughs> But well, yes, Dogma. I think it was, I think Dogma was probably Dogma was like probably his biggest quote unquote success. I think. I, maybe, I think you're maybe correct Jay about and Silent Bob. 
Maybe Jay and Silent, Jay and Bob, maybe. Silent Bob, I believe, was the biggest movie he did, and I don't think yeah. it had the same return because I, I remember leaving Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, leaving it with a bigger headache than when I walked into the film. Like I, I was not a fan of it. It is one of the but things. Didn't I was like, Dogma oh. star uh, a twat that would become like become Batman? Started what Ben Affleck? Yeah, Ben and, Affleck. And, uh, ben Affleck. Affleck. Ben Affleck. And then um, you're um, everybody's favorite guy from Hogwarts and and and, and, and Die Hard, um, Bruce Willis. Not Bruce. Bruce Willis is not in Harry Potter. No, he's not. Alan um, Rickman. I know, uh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. What a guy! Uh, what a nice guy. Anyways, we're we're getting all over the place here. Uh, when they, I think it was because of the failure of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back that we got desperate. We're like, well, everyone likes Clerks, so let's come up. Oh, Clerks 2, after an unreasonable set amount of time. And this is when I think Kevin Smith just started writing for his specific demographic of fans. Like, he knows his fans, he knows the jokes they want to see, he knows the characters they want to see, and the situations they're in. And so we just got a lot of the same bullshit. In fact, the best part of Clerks 2 was the, addition of, that. was the addition of Rosario Dawson. And her presence is very much missed in Clerks 3. She's still in Clerks 3, but not as you would expect uh, her to be after Clerks 2. Um, what happens in Clerks 2? We'll start first off. Brian O'Halloran, Jeff Anderson, Jason Mewes, Kevin Smith, and Rosario Dawson all reprise their roles from the previous film slash films. And um, one thing I didn't know after all these years, Mike Fish, despite how many times I've seen the original Clerks, is uh, Jeff Anderson, who plays Randall, Kevin Smith originally wrote that part for himself. He didn't want to be Silent Bob. He wanted to be Jeff Anderson. He wanted to be Randall. So Randall has all the best obnoxious lines. So that was going to be Kevin Smith. And so when we come to Clerks 3, Randall has a heart attack. This is very much based on Kevin Smith's real heart attack from like four or five years ago now. Um, and uh, that has to do something to man. There's a lot of, you know, reflecting on the past, looking towards the future. It doesn't really matter where you are in life. You don't feel like you've done enough, probably. And so we get a lot of those themes in Clerks 3. Um, where Clerks... We're going to do an homage to Clerks 1. So we get a lot of re-shot scenes from Clerks 1 with the guys as they are today, 30 years later. And at, to be nice, they're all cute. But it's all so unnecessary. I feel like we could have done something much better with with the dialogue. I feel like we could have done something better with the scenario of a man dealing with his mortality who just had a heart attack, who is in a dead-end job, pushing 50, and wondering what he's done with the rest of his life. Uh, but it's like, we got this. So a lot of the movie is pretty mundane. It's pretty basic. It's, there's some ahas in it, but none of it is my favorite. The favorite, my favorite stuff, from this movie, which exceeds the entire movie, which has stuck with me for days. There are the scenes between Brian O'Halloran and Rosario Dawson. They only have three scenes together, but those first, that first scene and that last scene, man, like, we get a little misty-eyed, Mike Fish. Not gonna lie to you, dude. Like, there, there's some emotions going on. Brian O'Halloran is acting his motherfucking ass off. I don't know what he does outside of Clerks. I don't know if he's been in, like, dinner theater. I don't know if he's been in some indie, other indie film that I am not aware of, but he throws it all on the film there. It's the best scenes 
Kevin Smith has ever directed, ever in his life. And um, again, they talked with me for the, the past three or four days. As of this right now, you can see Clerks 3 in the theater, but I think it ends today, Sunday. So if you're watching this or listening to this on Wednesday, it was a Fathom event. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it'll be on streaming sooner than later. But uh, if you didn't see it in the theater, you're probably SOL. So my review of Clerks 3. Shit out of luck. Overall is just a, don't know that. Yeah, they Google that. Clerks 3 is a people? three, but a three out of five. But those those scenes I'm talking about that I don't want to spoil for anybody, six out of five. Like those those are some really emotional, heavy scenes, man. And it's the best thing. Six out of five. Done. Six out of five for those two specific scenes. Oh. But for the movie overall? Three. I just had that. I've said oh, yeah. that three times. Right. I wasn't, I wasn't all right. cool. Three out of four. So so if you uh, so would you say if, this is always a question. Clerks, yeah, yeah, yes, if you're, this is a big question. It's always whenever there's like a, a sequel or a treacle, I guess. Uh, yeah. Do you, for you, would you say, do you enjoy this movie? You have at least to be familiar with the first two movies. Or at least the Absolutely. first. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. no, so if you, if you have no idea what Clerks 1 and Clerks 2 are, this is a shit movie. This is, I'm not, I'm not this, knocking it for that because obviously it's Clerks 3. I don't think you get anything yeah, out of it but for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I, I absolutely think you need to see Clerks 1 and 2. Anything else? Maybe, maybe not. Who cares? They, they really focus on the events of Clerks 1 and 2 in this. Um, and if you're a fan of Kevin Smith's, like if you're a die hard Kevin Smith fan, you probably love this. It's, um, I don't have the Rotten Tomatoes. Kevin Smith was never in Die Hard. What are you talking about? He was in Die Hard 4. However, uh, I don't have the Rotten Tomato score in front of me, uh, but it's in the high 90s right now as we're talking. So this, uh, the, the few people that have seen this through the Fathom Events distribution, uh, they're, they're loving this. I, I, I'm possibly the exception, or maybe I've been too, too hard on it. I don't know. But um, yeah, three out of five. But, but again, those two very specific scenes, which I would have been happy to just witness on, on their own, six out of five. Fantastic stuff, Kevin Smith. Good for you. Lovely stuff. But yeah, occasionally, just before, just in case anyone thinks I'm trying to try to find reasons to dig into this, I am not. But the case, you know, for example, like Back to the Future Three, even though it's the the third best movie out of the three, it's a good movie. However, if you haven't watched Back to the Future One or Two, I imagine that it's a horrible fucking. Movie. I bet that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It's a horrible movie. So yeah, just wanted to see if that was the case with this one, and apparently is, which is fine. This is fine. This is fine. So yeah, check that out. Um, Clerks three in theaters now. If you're watching Ish. this live, if you're if you're watching this on demand, listen to this on the Wednesday that this comes out. Then wait, I guess you've missed your chance. It'll, it'll, it'll probably be available to rent streaming platforms worldwide. What, what movie isn't at this point? So right. just wait a couple of month or two, and then it will probably be on Amazon, Apple Plus. Hulu, Disney, it won't be a Disney Plus, but whatever. You know what I mean? It'll be there. It'll be there. Wonderful stuff. Um, so just to kind of give you a heads up to the Super Squad peeps, um, have you got? Have you already got your eyes on another movie? What could we be talking about? Episode sixty-six well, of the War Box. For for execute episode sixty-six, I could talk about the Woman King. I could talk about Cobra Kai Five. That's not a movie. Tyson Hulu. 
but we've talked about TV series before. We have. Don't yell in my ears, please. Um, sorry. However, today being Sunday, tomorrow being Monday, Regal Theaters are having a sneak peek for a mystery movie. I got a ticket. I don't know what we're going to see. The block is two hours and 20 minutes long, apparently. Um, so we might talk about that. So I want to hear about that. Surprise. Yeah, let's do that. Maybe we could do that Cush's Mystery Movie Review next week. Oh, Yeah, not impossible. I'm excited. I'm excited. So, but, so what are you gonna say? You're gonna you're gonna wait until you see it before you confirm. Like, so if if maybe next sometime next week, you'll be I'll get a DM on Twitter like, "Hey, we're doing a mystery review." So I know. Oh, uh, that mystery like review was good. Weird, something stupid. I don't want to talk about that. Like, yeah, that's fair enough. Fair enough. We, we right, we've we've added fifteen you. minutes to DC superhero. That's like I don't want to talk about that. Like. So yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned to the to, to Twizzphere. Go to at Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and we'll keep you informed what falls to next week. But there you go. But also, it's just a fun fun show. Just listen to anyway. Don't be uh, don't judge. Um, before we end the show, as we always do, on a feel good story to the, just to warm your hearts and your tummies. Especially on a Sunday evening when everyone's probably feeling way more depressed than they normally are. Um, let's get some plugs going in. Um, so, yes, this is Wafferbox. So, if you haven't already, go to enjoywafferbox.com and subscribe to your preferred platform, whether it be YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, uh, Good Pods, however you want to listen to normal podcasts, make sure you subscribe to us at Enjoy Wafferbox. Dot come um if you want to buy some sweet swag like this t-shirt that i'm wearing and i've got a mug here somewhere but not important go to wafflemerch.com as well um then also i do some more podcasting if you want to watch us live doing that we have, I have a podcast channel uh which is called pop couture go to twitch.tv it's like yeah it is it's it's like there somewhere go to twitch.tv slash popcutter which is an e missing at the end i've only just noticed that we've been live for an hour and 15 minutes i've just noticed i've misspelled my own goddamn channel so but it's twitch.tv slash popcutter p-o-p-c-o-u-t-u-r-e even though there's no e on that on the on the, the graphics um go to that so on mondays if you like wrestling there's a wrestling show tuesday if you like football and soccer there's a football and soccer show wednesday uh, there's NFL talk Thursday. There's movie and TV talk. There's so much going on on that channel. There's a bit for everything. Go to twitch.tv and hit the follow button. Also, my gosh, if that's not enough to fill your bellies for the podcast goodness, this guy over here has his own thing called the Bosnet Family. What has the good people that we like to call our watchers and listeners, the Syrup Squad, got to look forward to this week on the Bosnet Family? Well, just a couple of days ago, we released a microdose with Cy Pena. He's uh, one of the stars of the new feature film, very indie-rific film called Nova. It's a sci-fi feature about robots and space and all that good stuff. It should be a lot of fun. That comes out September 20th. The podcast interview is out as of three days ago. This Friday, coming up, though, my main man, Kakamang. He is a, a luchador out of El Salvador, and uh, he's got a big... Big match coming up October 9th in Sacramento, California against El Chupacabra. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. His start, 
how him and I know each other, and a bunch of goodness. You uh, you won't want to miss that. That's the microdose, and that uh, is on the Bosnet family. Again, it's also on Spotify's and iTunes and uh, your YouTube's, etc., etc. And Mike Fisher, if it makes you feel any better, when microdose was a cushion Kai product, it was spelt Mercodose for like months, <laughs> months. Not not an, not an hour, but like the graphic was months, and I was just like, all right, I should have caught that, but. There's like four other people in the Bosnet family chain that should have caught that too, and we did not. It happens. Humans aren't perfect, I guess. There's something wrong with my eyeballs too. Uh, yeah. Where's glasses, everyone? Just in case you're listening, he's one of those. But sort of sometimes I get there. If I get headaches, I have to put the um, goggles on. Um. Perfect. And, of course, if you are just catching this for the first time since we are live, you're watching the on-demand thing, blah, 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 blah. Um, just in case, either, because we're still kind of not 100% sure how this live thing works. Maybe I sound crappy. Maybe he sounds crappy. I don't know until yeah. I listen to it on back. But trust me, um, if you listen to the regular episodes, we sound perfect. So if there is any audio issues this week, we apologize. But Please let us episode- know. Episode 66 will be pristine for your ears. Yeah, please let us know. If you loved us, yeah. let us know what you liked let about us. us. If you didn't like us, let us know what we can improve on. Like, yeah. Just don't, just don't sit and mull on your misery. If, if you're like, oh my God, this is not making me happy, tell us why. So that next week we can make you happy because that's what we want to do. That's why we do this. Well said. And uh, just before. Before we get into the feel good segment, man, I just want to thank you, Mike Fisher. You put a lot of work into the show, dude, and I appreciate being here every week. And uh, yeah, man, thank you for everything you're doing on the Waffle Box. Appreciate you, appreciate you. And uh, since we since we've been nice to each other, I guess I'll be nice to you as well. Um, you have nice glasses. No, I'm Thanks, just kidding. Man. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but no, Kush Chase is the man. If it wasn't for Kush Chase, there would be no box because he inspired me to get into the podcast game. And then when I was trying to get into the podcast game, uh, I did it for like three months and then it crashed and burned. And I was like, hey, Kush, fuck it. Do you want to just do a podcast together? And he was like, yeah. And then here we are. So if it wasn't for him doing his microdose nonsense, then we wouldn't be doing this waffle box nonsense. So here we are. All good. All it all comes together in the universe that is known as the Milky Way. Anyway. As we as, as feel good story. Since we're already feeling good, let's get into the, the closing segment of this week's show, which we always end on. It's the feel good segment of the week. Get sexy, everyone. Ooh. This week's feel good segment um, involves an author, which is rare because books are boring. But um, this week's feel good story features author Jamil Jankoche, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, which I'm probably not. So, what ha- ha- happened was so this fella came to America, didn't speak a lick of English. And then his English teacher, Mrs. Lung, from the second grade, um, he credits his success to her because she taught him how to read and write. 
something that she managed to do in just one year. So this kid in the second grade couldn't speak or read English. She knocked it out in the park in one year. What a woman. What a woman. Nice. So this guy, Jamil, ended up uh, becoming a well-renowned author. Well, maybe not well-renowned. It's all subjective. But he became a successful author. You know, he made a living of making books and writing books. So his English teacher was something that he never forgot. So he was like always wanting to be like, Do you know what? I want to connect. I want to reconnect with this teacher so I can at least thank her as an adult for what she did to me. So for over 10 years, this fella, with by doing research from Google, social media, calling school districts, and all that good stuff, never managed to reach out to this woman, never managed to find her. And then one day he did an interview with a, a magazine and he mentioned this like, oh, yeah, by the way, yeah, I have to give thanks to my secondary teacher who taught me how to, to read and write English because if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here. Luckily, this English teacher's husband happened to read this interview and was like, motherfucker, that guy's speaking about my wife. What the fuck? And so he then started doing his own research Tap, 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 tap. And then several years after, or not several years, I guess, because we're still technically in COVID, but whatever, that's a whole discussion for another time. But after COVID, this guy, Jamil Koche, was doing a book signing. And then while he's doing his book signing, this crazy guy comes up to him and goes, Hey, my wife is Mrs. Lung. Do you want to go see her? And he was like, What the fuck? Yes. And so this guy dragged this guy over to this woman and he was like, oh my God, that's my teacher. And they had this really special reconnecting moment um, and where unbeknownst to her, so he didn't let her read it at the time, but he took one of his books that he was signing at the time and wrote a very, all it says is that he wrote um, the things that he couldn't say, but which he had, which had been in his head and heart for a decade and more that it's this woman and he signed a special copy to her and gave it to her and they finally got to meet after all this time oh it warms your, warms your heart but what a, what a happenstance that moment like he was just talking about her and just it just happened that her husband was there at the time oh what a, what a moment what a moment that's the feel good yeah, story that's really nice oh, it's really good I like it warm inside and now just to feel that warmness since we're live i can talk about real life situations i'm gonna now gonna wrap this up gonna have a cigarette and i'm gonna cook myself some korean barbecue what are you gonna do cushes with the rest of your sunday for those that are listening just through per habit listen to this on a wednesday like what the this is five four days ago what are you gonna be doing i'm gonna go outside uh i don't believe it's raining anymore i'm gonna a little doobie, and then I'm probably gonna watch some YouTube on the big screen here. And then uh, at some point, get my mom her medication, and it's, it's, it's an evening. We're done. So you're gonna you're gonna medicate yourself, and then medicate your mother, and then relax. What a what a Sunday. Yeah, there you go. Well, 
if you have joined us live, if you have watched this live on demand, whatever, whatever, whatever let us know how it all much. went. Because again, this is this is the first for us, so we want to make sure it's all good. If we need to improve, let us know. But if you are just regular watching this on a Wednesday, because pure habit, because we have the last sixty-five weeks plus in the calendar years, we have this release on a Wednesday. So if you are just listening on a regular habit on a Wednesday, again, let us know. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends, tell your family, and all that good stuff. Because you know we love jizz. Yeah, little syrup squad. Um, let us know how it goes. Go to enjoywaffbox.com. Go to twitch.tv slash popcouture with an E at the end, not with an out and E at the end, because, again, I'll fix that for if we do this again. Maybe for episode 100, we'll do this again, and we'll try to fix it. But anyway, go to enjoywaffbox.com. Find all the links. Go to bosnet.family as well. And until next time, I guess, take care of yourselves. And each other. That's all, folks.